spidey senses tingling. Not even the power cosmic can match his big head. He's slim, and this is episode 203 of the Paper Cake Podcast. Welcome to the show. Papercake.com, where we talk about comic books. You know, just three parents getting together. Who has the time anymore? get together we talk about a book club that we read all three of us it's only ever been two fathers and a mother ever hosting this show yeah. silver surfer all red Oh, boy. And then we'll read your letters to close out the show. To my right, sitting right next to me live to tape. At Niminity, setting the Twitter aflame with screenshots of me being a terrible person on Twitter Ha, uh, Matt's awful. Ha, lol. Welcome to the show, Amanda. Thanks for having me back. You're really enthused. You, you're having some kind of um, alcoholic beverage, you know, uh, to amp up your night. Tech Smoke Teeny. Tech Smoke Teeny. Hit podcast. Check it out. Second show in a row. This is the first time I've ever done back-to-back apps. How do, you feel, how do you feel right now? I'm feeling all right. You look great. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Silver Fox, final host. There's only ever been two other hosts of this show besides myself. Yeah. yeah. 203 episodes. Here we are. We've come three so far. We're the three of we us. Did it. I mean, it's been a long journey. I'm telling you, it's like we just keep climbing. Never give up. Never surrender. Never. Dan Lundersgray, your VP of merch. You're a father of two. You you battle through every day. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, you're climbing through the Viet Cong. Oh my god, I'm tr- trying to get through it all. Welcome back. Humping mountains, ridge lines, you know, setting mortars. You're trying to catch rats in the camp of the Trabong Delta. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, I'm there. Elias style. Yeah, going through rat tunnels. Now, it, mm-hmm. it feels good to be back. I mean, it's just like riding a bike with us three anymore, you know? It's like we're doing yeah. it. And there we are. The original Paper Keg 3. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hot off the amazing. heels of a sizzling Paper Keg Nights. You know? Talking about the melodic tunes of a woman passing air through her... <laughs> Nondescript parts, things like this. I mean, it, got regions. Hot. it got hot last week. It was one you. of the hottest episodes I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Amanda, what were your thoughts on the heat levels of Sexual Criminals Book Club last week? <laughs> it was scandalous. It was amazing. Yeah, I loved every second of it. 
One for the books. Yeah, it was. Amanda and I were sitting back in bed uh, later that night reviewing the numbers. You know, I put on my glasses that are like the half glasses because mm-hmm. you're only reading paperwork. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your paperwork glasses, sure. <laughs> and we just sat back and we, we looked at the numbers. We, we just looked into each other's eyes. After we stopped time, of course. And we held hands. And it was just a sight. Oh, I bet. Yeah. We got a big show. Big show tonight. Silver Surfer, Volumes 1 and 2. I don't know if it's technically Volume 2, but we did Issues 1 through 11. I don't know if that's like a thing, but we just chose (laughs) Issues 1 through 11. It didn't make a whole lot of sense. We just did it. Uh, Mike Allred. Does that name do anything for you, Mm. Dale? Downstairs? Yes, it's... Upstairs? Makes me stop time. Speaking of uh, upstairs, downstairs, let's talk about the elliptical right now <laughs> with Dale underscore. What is happening? Can we get in a status update on Dale's journey through elliptical land? I was on it. I hopped on that sucker Monday night, watched one and a half episodes of Daredevil on it. I mean, I was sweating to the oldies on that thing. It's just like, there's something proud when I'm on that elliptical and I can't hold the handles because my hands are sweaty. Sweat's dripping off my elbows. My tight Under Armour Green Lantern shirt. Tighter than it's been in months. You know, kind of just hugging my bread box. (laughs) The bread basket. Can we get into the details? Uh, What's the state of the backside of your knees (sighs) when you're working out? Do they get a little... Oily. From a scale of zero to moldy towel, <laughs> where oh where do the backside of your knees stand? <laughs> nah, they uh, they're probably about a five. You know, they don't get too bad. <laughs> but five on that scale is actually just kind of like day old milk carton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 the norm. Yeah, and then I have to. When I hop off the elliptical, I have to kind of stand at my kitchen island for about forty-five minutes. Because <laughs> um, I had to finish watching Daredevil, and I didn't want to, you know, break that up by getting in the shower. And then you're just sweating in the shower anyway. So I just stood up. Yeah. I couldn't sit down on the dining room chair or my bed because my a cheeks would just soak through. <laughs> Probably slide right off the material. Yeah, and it would just be. <laughs> you want to talk moldy towel? You just you can't shampoo a dining room chair. It would just soak right in. <laughs> So. It warps the wood. The a cheek moisture <laughs> warps wood. Everybody knows that. Mixed with the you know the uh, the elixir of body glide clay and sweat. It's just. Have you worked the sponsorship of body glide somehow yet? Or how are you not the poster boy on body glide? Probably because they'd be upset with my frequency of getting on the elliptical anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that what you want me to say? Somebody had to say it. What do you think of that Daredevil? What episode are you on right now? I just finished, oh, the episode where Matt and Wilson see lock eyes in the art gallery. Spoilers. Are we there yet? No. Oh, Oh, sorry about that. (laughs) I thought I was the last person (laughs) on Earth to watch Daredevil. (laughs) No, we we paused after the unpleasantness of the stick episode and the one after that. So we're only in like episode eight. Yeah. Okay, I I must have watched nine then. Okay. So I'm, I'm right well, there. I guess we know what to look forward to. Sorry about that. So. Art gallery. Thanks a lot. Sorry, America. Uh, Sorry, Slim and Amenity. I mess things up constantly for you guys. 
Oh, boy. So, Silver Surfer, issues 1 through 11, Sandlot on pencil, or on uh, words, although they're billed as storytellers, Dan and uh, Mike Allred. I like when they do that. Me too. And then uh, Laura Allred on colors, the lovely Laura. At Aminity, can you, are you prepared to walk us through the journey that is Silver Surfer Marvel now? I I think I can. Um, so I, I wasn't sure quite how to do this because there's like kind of three main stories that go on. So I kind of broke it down into those three. Do you want to go that way? You can do whatever you please, you know? This is Fantastic. your show too. I mean, we've been yeah. equal partners this in this you. from the beginning. I'm, we've done 202 so far, so. Yeah, this is, yeah, like All a right. glove. <laughs> All right, so our story begins with the surfer saving an entire micro planet. Um, but we're kind of given a little bit of an insight that not even saving this entire world is enough to make up for his past sins. Seeing his heroism, the incredulous Zed appoints the surfer the new champion who will save, is it Empiricon or Empiricon? I read it as Empiricon. Empiricon. Um, So Empiricon is one of the greatest wonders in all of time and space. And he has to save it from the Never Queen. And in order to ensure the champion saves the Empiricon, his motivator, the one person in all of entirety who means the most to him is captured as leverage. And Surfers is Don Greenwood, and he has no idea who this chick is. So upon fighting the Never Queen, um, Silver Surfer learns that Zed has actually stolen the Queen's heart and has used it to power the Empiricon. And um, the Queen is the embodiment of all possibility. It says, uh, Paramour to eternity and all that will become. And with her dies every would be and could be. So teaming up with Dawn, the queen's heart is returned and the Empiricon is kept alive long enough for everyone to escape. Surfer uses his power cosmic. By the way, drink every time you read power cosmic. (laughs) You're dead by page two. (laughs) So this is kind of the beginning of Dawn and... Uh, Norrin, the Silver Surfer, their adventures together. So are we, is that the synopsis for the first that's, book? That's the first story, mm-hmm. the story. So I don't know where you want to go from there. I mean, you could just, you could kind of say that the rest is just their space capades from there. You could. Yeah. If you wanted to do that. Yeah. I mean, wanted no, to do that. I mean, that's, that's fine. That's fine. You can do yeah. that. Let me just say, are you? Or do you want to do the synopsis for the other two, or should I just blurt out my just, feelings? Just blurt, blurt out your feelings. Blurt it out right now. Let loose. Why hasn't anyone ever on this planet told me to read Silver Surfer before? Because <laughs> this was <laughs> a delight. I felt so many emotions. Yeah. Mainly joy. Did you cry? Oh God, <laughs> Norin. You know the scene. Where we're gonna jump, I got to jump around Do spoiler it. territory. Do where mm-hmm. there's a there's another story where they during their adventures, Dawn, who is adorable, I'm gonna take her out for some ice cream. She her freckles are so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wanted to be friends with her and her blue hair too. They crash land on a planet that is 
uh, comprised of billions of people, and they are the sole survivors of planet that Norin, the Silver Surfer, his previous job was Herald for Galactus, mm. and Galactus feeds on planets. So Silver Surfer used to find him planets to eat and kill. And this planet they crash land on is comprised of people that survived that for whatever reason. So he's like S in his panties. He's like, oh, we got to get out of here. I never told you I was Herald for Galactus and helped kill trillions. Oops. Right. Is and it too late for me to still be honest with you kind of thing? Can we still be sort of dating? <laughs> and she, through a turn of events, she's in a scenario where she's about to change irrevocably. And Silver Surfer blurts out quietly <laughs> that I love you. And I was just like, Norin. Whereas Norin. I was like, what? You didn't like that scene? What? You didn't like it? I don't know. I thought it was kind of random. They, they've been building this love. I, I mean, don't like love. It's like yeah. a... Well, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, Dan, is, Dan Slott is a huge, a huge uh, Doctor Who fan. I know that for a fact. And... This is his shot at probably, maybe he took Silver Surfer, this was his pitch, was this is my chance to write Doctor Who adventures the way I want because the surfer himself is the doctor and then he has a companion, the doctor's companion is Dawn and it's a perfect analogy for, for this book and it's just, just the... The joy, like you, you guys said, the joy of the book and that it, that it brought me and brings me is just fantastic. The adventures that they go on with, uh, you know, Surfer and Toomey, the surfboard, and Dawn <sighs> is just swell. I mean, there's there's three, you know, each. It's not like super long volumes it's not super long issues to a volume the first volume is three issues of the first story then there's some single issues and then there's a couple two or maybe three um issue arcs and that's just perfect for this book on it just does everything right i think so you didn't like that one scene maybe so what did you think overall anonymity i i went back and forth it was kind of weird like, there were times where I thought, like, man, this is a great book. And then there were times where I was like, oh, this is stupid, just like every other superhero book. But then I would go right back, like, two pages later to, no, this is actually a really great book. Like, I don't, I just flip-flop so much. But, like, the the overall stories were, like, a good size. Like, they weren't too long. They weren't too short. And they, like, transitioned nicely. Except for that one weirdo offshoot issue where they go to the planet for the ice cream and it's like the the prime planet. This was definitely when I was like up in the air about it. So they, they land on this um, planet where everyone is perfect because everyone does only one thing ever. So they like become the master of it. So there's like a number one dancer and a number one builder. And, um, there was just some kind of like misunderstanding with how he was going to pay for the ice cream and out comes the number one warrior and sets off this like epic fight. Um, that one was a little weird, but 
<laughs> Other than that, I did overall enjoy mm. Silver Surfer. But, well, but you hate space good. adventures in general, obviously. <laughs> no, I do. I really um, enjoy space she adventures. She hates space love. Space, space ice love. cream, I guess. Space ice cream and pavement of ice cream. I thought that issue was good because it showed that Dawn was like an asset or could help out. Or she was like part of the team. Even though the first story really did that. Well, yeah. I mean, she saved the world the first time. She saved the entirety of everything that was all Dawn. So amazing when he tracks her down because he has to battle this character to save this rando human he doesn't know. So he goes to find her and he's like, I'm here to rescue you or I'm here to save you. And she's like, nah, I'm (laughs) I'm I'm here to save you. you. (laughs) And then I was like, oh man, what an amazing first first issue, first whatever, first storyline. She's like, don't worry, I'm going to get you out of here. And she's just taking charge with all these people held prisoner because they're collateral for all the other failed attempts at killing the Never Queen. Yeah, and then she had this amazing... It felt like there was a deep relationship between those characters and you'd only really seen them interact for one issue, two issues. How she was... How she kind of like scolded the guy that had like a brain for a head. They were following him and he's like revealed that he didn't really know where he was going and she like looked down upon him... And it was just adorable how they all interacted and how they came to help out at the end of that storyline. Adorable is a great word for it because it's at no time do you feel anything but like just happiness for the characters, and especially Dawn because she she obviously brings out the best in Norin, and she just brings out the best in everybody. Her positive outlook. And her love for her family and her sister, she was always she was always in Anchor Bay, and she always thought that's what she wanted until she got shown this bigger picture of being trapped out in space. And she was, it's just cool to see to go on this experience with her and have her eyes opened, and her bring out the best in the Silver Surfer and the best in every situation that she can make. And Norn really, you know, feels. And even if it's not necessarily, you know, a relate a love that they build. Like I like the fact that it never got too heavy, and it was just this great friendship between these two characters for the most t- times. I mean, like Dawn's look, you can't get any better than showing this woman the universe. The the universe. You that's what you just can't get any more romantic than that. But they just share this. Uh, they just complement each other so well that any situation that they find themselves in is just, I don't know, they work it out together. Plus it wasn't like, there wasn't a whole any kind of like lovey-dovey anything for the majority of the book. And I still don't even really think there was that much. And the most emotional stuff, he like gave her a ring made out of himself. They had, They touched hands at one point. And she complimented his bald head and eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it wasn't like Silver Surfer and a girlfriend or anything. Yeah, I think that's why I liked it too. I can't stand that. Like, I don't know. They have to add some kind of like romance to it in mm-hmm. order to sell. I don't. I don't. You don't have to. And uh, yeah, and that that was kind of like I think my fear when I first started reading it. But I think I don't know. Maybe there's just a conscious effort to not do that nowadays because of you know certain obvious. Twitter tirades and and things like that that it's just like you you're constantly aware right so maybe it was a conscious dis- dis- I wonder if it's a conscious dis- 
decision for him to not go that route or if it was just like if it's anything like his based on based on his love of Doctor Who. I mean the doctor and the and any of his companions never really got lovey. So it's just they there's this great friendship that builds and it just stays there and it's like unstoppable. The force of friendship. I I was kinda like shocked how much I enjoyed Slot's writing in this because I feel like I'm used to his Spider Man stuff anymore. And it just made me think like he needs to get off Spider Man. Like go do something else. It feels like Spider Man is just in a Dan Slot rut. Like I, I feel like he probably isn't Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't feel like writing career growth in that in that book. Like, is he expanding his writing palette in that book? I felt like this was something totally new, and that has to be exciting for him. You know, outside of doing four Spider-Man books a month. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this is maybe a, a creative outlet that he needs, even to keep him sustained on Spider-Man. If he ins- if he wants to insist on keep doing it, I don't mind his Spider-Man stuff. I will say after. Since Peter came back, it's been kind of in limbo a little bit, but I haven't, I still enjoyed it, but this is, I like this creative outlet that he has, and the and the comedy in the writing is pure Dan Slott, but only in a different, just the different setting and the different scenarios that bring out the comedy and the conversation between people is just, uh, just a real hoot. There were a few um, times I forgot my tablet for screenshots, but um, classic. There were a few times where I did like chuckle at some of the interaction between him and Don, but then there were times where I was like, like they did a Three Stooges bit. <laughs> I, I was thought like, that was funny. I didn't. I did not think that was funny at all. That was an eye roll moment for me. <laughs> Can't you lose yourself in the moment just once I and don't feel think, something? No, no, because see, Norn did say that he's like seen everything on planet Earth ever, but do you think Zed was a fan of the Three Stooges? I think it was a coincidence <laughs> that his retort was also related to the Three Stooges. Yeah. What about when he when he did the oil can bit when he was on Earth? <laughs> oh, I think yeah. I did. I did chuckle at uh-huh. that. Why did you chuckle at that and not the <laughs> Three Stooges bit? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we, I don't have an we answer need to, for you. We need to psychoanalyze let's talk about, your feelings. Let's talk about maybe you need to watch Doctor Who. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. How about the um, story that was very similar to like Sandman stuff? Oh, the nightmare oh, dude. Yeah. That was the story after. Uh, when they returned back to Earth after um, getting the heart back to the queen. The never queen and... Uh, Doctor Strange and the Hulk show up to the Greenwood Inn and uh, tell the story of a prophecy where all the planets are lined up just perfectly and it allows the Lord of Nightmares to rest upon Earth. And if he sleeps through the entire night, um, the Earth is just going to kind of be like night, like nightmares. Nightmare. Living land. nightmare. Yeah. What did you think of that one? I, I enjoyed that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the uh, I really like the the beginning is of the book when Strange, <laughs> Strange, like disguises the Hulk in, in a, as a human, but he still weighs a thousand pounds, and he's like riding in the back of this pickup truck, and the back of the pickup is like dragging on the ground, but mm-hmm. he just looks like a human being. So when they when he can hops I... off the truck, like the truck bounces up. So can I ask about that? Is I mean, why couldn't he just be Bruce Banner? 
Like, why did he have to make this kind of like imagery to? Because he couldn't change back. Why? I don't know. Well, I I'm think... not a Hulk. I don't know anything about the Hulk. Yeah, I, th- I don't. I think maybe when this was written, Hulk didn't have the ability to change back like Bruce Banner, or he might have been a separate entity at that point. I think at at a certain point they were split. Mm. But because um, he made a comment like Bruce Banner is asleep inside me. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I was like, well, then why can't he just be <laughs> Bruce Banner? Because. And I was I'm just, just, I'm, and I'm I was just like, asking. and I was just I'm like, honestly asking. I was just like, you know what? This is a fun story, and I'm not going to question <laughs> the logic. Is that what you guys you're do? You're getting, you know, what's happening right now? You're oh, getting okay. Jonesy defensive right now. You're getting preemptively oh, Jonesy no, no, defensive no, 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 no. <laughs> on comments no that way. you're making. I, I mean, no I could you sit there with your arms crossed, leaning back. I, I understand what you're watching s- me on saying yeah, that stuff, but I, I just like, I kind of learned to just not. Like roll with. There was a certain. There were definitely certain times in the story where it was kind of like a, the tropey response or the tropey. Like there was a definite problem. I'm trying to think of an example, of course, but there was a definite problem, and it's just solved by Norn just saying the logical thing that. Oh yeah, there was a lot of convenience. Yeah, yeah, like that. Definitely. But, but I just, like she was I was like, just like, he, you know, it is what it is. We're just going on this fun ride together. But yeah. the, I, that's exactly right. It was just convenient that yeah. the next words out of their mouth is like, oh, let's turn around and do go this way. And it's like, well, yeah. Well, one was like, um, Norn was like, aren't you curious how they like fixed your ceiling and walls? And she's like, oh, it was magic, right? And he's like, yeah. There's one. <laughs> Can I get my tablet? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> perfect example. Also, this is part of the drinking game, too. So, when uh, the first time that Dawn goes into space with the Silver Surfer, and she's, like, freaking out, like, how am I breathing right now? So, she's like, how are you talking in space? And he, he says, I possess the power cosmic. And she says, how am I breathing in space? The power cosmic. <laughs> am I not freezing because power cosmic? That's very convenient. That's the power cosmic. <laughs> <laughs> things like that it was just very convenient okay. what else you got screenshot in there yeah more hatred any more <laughs> I, I liked it I liked the book alright call your g damn jets <laughs> I screenshot one of those times where I chuckled alright where uh, he's like no I'm I'm your hero I mean I don't know you but I fought for you and she's like, for me? And he says, you're an innocent. I'd fight for any innocent. And she's like, oh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, there were some cool moments where he's, you know, he doesn't obviously speak or interact like a regular human being because he's not one. But there were some cool moments where, you know, he'd like almost woo her. And then other moments are like the opposite where he just like said the totally wrong thing that <laughs> yeah. really just yeah. like made her like yeah. make a weird stink face at him. But it was <laughs> yeah. the other time where I laughed really hard <laughs> was when he takes her back to Earth and her um, twin sister opens the door and he's like scroll ah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like in this like defensive pose ready to take her out yeah he's like Dawn Greenwood while you're in space scroll landed on Earth and tried to assume <laughs> right. your identity <laughs> I have a question too so because it wasn't answered now maybe it'll be answered in the future I don't know if you guys have any other knowledge of the Silver Surfer. But um, when he gets trapped on Earth during that nightmare bit, he says that there was a barrier around the Earth before, and he was trapped on Earth prior 
Do you know anything about that? I think that happened, I want to say it happened soon after his debut in the 60s, but I'm not really Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, I don't know much about that either, unfortunately. Come on, guys. But when he alluded to the... I'll get back to you on it. I'll do some research. Yeah, get in there. Get in those history books. I will. When he, uh, I think he alluded to like teaming up with the Fantastic Four, so that was definitely during his debut. Debit. But when, uh, just... The, just imagine being one of the six billion lone survivors of a Galactus planet devouring, and then you see another Herald arrive. Like, I just think that was that was super cool, a super cool creative storyline for Dan Slott to come up with. Like, all these refugees, and then here comes the freaking Silver Surfer again. It's like, gee damn, gee dee, like... <laughs> Yeah, I really like that story. Yeah, it's just like good. the impact these people must have felt was just, cr- I mean, it's just you, f- you can't help but feel for that. And then when Dawn Greenwood, the you know, the most, most precious the most precious thing on earth, I mean, I I would react that way too. Especially after all, she's been wooed and oh, yeah. the adventures they went on together. And her wooing him. I'll tell yeah. you what, I did, I did have a couple sad feelings. I mean, I didn't cry. Let's not get crazy. Uh, right, yeah. But um, <laughs> so there is that. There is that one other single story. Um, the God of You Native one that was at the end of the tr- first trade. Did anyone else read that one? It what what I read was not in Guided View Native, uh, but it? was it the one where they they hit like the edge of space? No, 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 oh. no. That was a great one. <clears throat> that was that was really good. But I thought. I don't know, it was interesting, but it was weird. Like, they told this... It was like a clip episode of a show, but we had <laughs> never seen the clips before. And mm-hmm. I thought, I thought I was like, that's a pretty interesting way to, like, build... Like, build that relationship even further without, like, putting it into the current story. Mm-hmm. Just have, like, prior stories. And then, of course, she gets that ring at the end that he gives her. But um, later on, after they crash onto that New Haven planet, um, she's in that little... So they're looking for planets to take the six billion survivors to because Silver Surfer led uh, Galactus to that planet with his trail. And so Galactus comes and he wants to devour this planet as well. And in like a, oh, captain, my captain, they all like give themselves up and say, I'll be a herald if you, you know, leave the planet alone. So um, they kind of get out of that bind and he decides to make up for everything he's done. He's going to lead them all to a new land because theirs end up, ends up getting destroyed. So they go through this like crazy time infinite infinite time loop that it just keeps happening over and over because he's going to use his power cosmic to like go through this like time and space continuum i can't even wrap my head around it how convenient but um so during that she you know is like appalled by what he's done in the past how he you know killed like billions upon billions of people Mm-mm-mm. and um she's like in the cafeteria trying to take the ring off and oh, he, well, he walks by and he's just like looks over and sees her trying to take it off <laughs> and he just like puts his head down and walks yeah. away in shame i felt so i felt so bad for him 
poor guy. The um, uh, interesting side note about that issue 11, um, my up 24 is telling me it's time to get ready for bed. <laughs> I thought you going to say you have to get up and move. I thought no. you were going to do some jumping jacks for us. <laughs> count, count them out. The, um, the print and digital version of that issue are vastly different. I was wondering how that issue looked. Because print. in print, it has the, like in digital, half the page is white. And what happens in print is that half in white is, you know, a similar scene upside down. So you can read Uh, that issue kind of like in different ways, Hmm. but that wouldn't have translated very well to digital, you know, how someone going to turn their monitor upside down, et cetera, as they read online. Well, uh, there was an issue, remember, I was... Batman was like that, but it wasn't wasn't the whole issue. It was like a few 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 pages. pages. This one was like every page has an upside down. I I made a mental note to go check that out because I remember just buying it because it was five dollars and oversized and but when I once I redeem my Marvel code I just read it digitally but I read that issue all in guided view so I mean I knew yeah. I knew from the advertisement on the cover of the the floppy that it's like you've never you know you've never seen a comic like this before upside down it's nothing compared to what we did but. I, I didn't even think to check out the full page views on this story because I was just reading a guide of you, but I I had to double check to make sure I wasn't caught in some infinite loop because <laughs> guided view. I was like, maybe God, that must have. That I, must me have too. Felt I was like, there's got to be something going yeah, on here. Yeah. I had I had to keep zooming out to look at the page to be like, how long does this continue like this? And it's forty pages of like yeah. Three panels on a page. It's it's it crazy a, long. I thought it was a great uh, solution too. His like why it was happening because he still had part yeah. of him with her. Mm-hmm. So in order to to get them through, he had to take that ring back from him because he couldn't spare a single atom. Yeah, which was you know kind of heartbreaking because he gave it to her as a promise to keep her safe and Gosh, to never lose track. Ring. God. Silver Surfer promise ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't take those back. There's going to be repercussions. I was just, but he did. I know. So. I was just going to say something when Nimity was saying something in the very beginning of that, and I can't oh, remember sorry. what it was. I'm so sorry. Farts. <laughs> what was it? So, yeah, I, I really enjoyed both volumes, or one through 11, whatever the heck you want to call it. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, yeah. oh what I was going to say was. Um, Slim, you you like that? You like the uh, the move they did? But holy crap! When the last page, when Dawn was going to give herself up and be a herald, I was like, holy crap! No, she is not doing this. And then you know, in like the first page of the next issue, it's like she's human again. But like it's it's solved right away in between issues. But I was just like, holy moly! I thought maybe he was going to get like a sidekick. Like, she was going to have the powers, too, and then it was going to be, like, a team book. Yeah, I was, yeah, because I was like, like, Norrin knows what's up, and you just can't be a Herald of Galactus, and, like, she's becoming the thing that she now knows that she hates, and it's like, Mm -hmm. she's going to, oh, God. But she still continued to be mad until she was, like, called out on it, and the last, what was, what was her name, Mama Hub? Yeah, that's her, yeah. Yeah, when she was, you know, basically said, you you just did the same thing. You were going to be a herald to save the planet. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what he did. Did you, did you notice how, like, all those uh, the survivors, like, started to hate her <laughs> and love yes. so, the surfers? It was, yes. it was a weird twist of events. 
He can't hate uh, Dawn. He can't hate Dawn Greenwood. She's an, he can't do it. Her twin, though. I could... Do you could do without. She's kind of a bully, yeah, kind of snob. She's she's been out there seeing everything. She's so much better. She's so much bougier. Her her worst nightmare was being her sister. Like, come on, (laughs) jerk. Yeah, I wouldn't take her out for a bucket of KFC. I'll (laughs) say that much. No way. No way, Jose. Wouldn't do it. Not when she's out seeing the world with, uh, you know, some European dude with skinny skinny sneakers and uh, God knows what else. (laughs) There's one thing Dale hates, it's skinny, skinny sneakers. sneakers on, European, <laughs> on European feet. <laughs> Some skinny Italian sneakers, come on. Any other thoughts on Silver Surfer before I uh, cue up the letters music? Um, I, well, I, d- I just want to say that, um, I mean, like you never know until you experience a story that Mike Allred art is perfect for the story. Mm-hmm. And once you're like, once you're, and he's consistent, he's on every issue of this, which is, you know, I guess because it's an ancillary, it's a, it's a monthly title, which is, uh, you know, diff- very different from a lot of the Marvel titles that alternate artists every couple issues, but it's his art and Laura Allred's coloring is just her colors were amazing. Colors are, in this book. yes, colors are amazing. <laughs> I think I was in love with the Never Queen, her, the art done with yeah. her, like kind of yeah. seeing like the universe and her outline and like the planets and stuff. It was really cool. And what about the the appearance of the Never Queen's boyfriend? Yeah, I have. Wasn't that guy's? Uh, he you've seen? He's he's in. Um, sorry. I'm, all over the place, but he's an older character. He's been, he's in like all those Fantastic Four stories, the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, and he's, he's like I think his name's like the Universe or something. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I was I was get, I was googling it as we were going live. I forget what it was, but I just remember him from like every set of Marvel cards from the mid nineties. Like he would have his own card, and it's like, oh my god, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's like the Watcher. Like every time a big event is happening, they show him in the distance. And you're like, oh, this event's the real deal. <laughs> yeah. That dude's here. Whatever he does, I don't know, but it's real. You know, it's got neat. It has weight, but it it made me. It makes me want to go back and read all of FF again with Matt Fraction and Mike Allred. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Because that his per his art was perfect for that too, and the humor in that. Was, oh man, I got to get back and read that. You have no time to reread anything. That's I know. I I have time. It's just easier to just buy on the Amazon app. And get it delivered, and I'll put it on my bookshelf. Oh, you know, I won't read it, but it'll be there. Well, when you and Adam and do your Offshoot Comics podcast <laughs> and talk about books that you ordered but haven't had time to read yet. So are you, Dale, are you going to be ordering hardcovers of Silver Surfer? I would I would love to, yeah. If um, mm-hmm. they make hardcovers. If they make the trades, I'll probably just stick with my digital copies. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if it if it's going to end with everything else. I guess it is, but I wonder if it's going to relaunch. Silver. Server. We got your letters. I don't know who this I'm is. I'm going to open them up. Farrington's going to read them to you. Did you get some kind of professional to come in and record that for you yeah, guys? Yeah, it's only ever been us three hosting the show. It's weird. Uh, yeah. Letters at paperkeg.com. You shoot us a letter, we might read it on the era. 
And there's there's also these like stock websites where you can just buy stock audio. Okay. And just pay like, the rights. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. It's super cheap. Uh, first letter is from possibly a new letter writer, a guy named Kent. I can't remember if he's ever written in before, but thank you. Uh, before I even start reading your letter, thank you. Hey, guys. Love the podcast, and I have been enjoying going back and reading along with all your Claremont X-Men classic story arcs. In the episode God Loves, Man Kills, you guys went off on a tangent about the 90s X-Men animated series on Fox. I love that series, and if you would all consider it, I think it would be awesome if you did some episodes dedicated to it. Please consider. Also, I love the dislike you all have for the first runs of Image Comics like Wildcats, Spawn, and Savage Dragon. I love those comics at the time, but it is what people think of as is what people think of as comics in terms of plot and character development and current comics that are such are such a better level. Pass the popcorn and watch out for Dan Quayle. <laughs> Sign of Kent. Thank you, Kent, from uh, from your iPad there. And yeah. Oh man, the '90s X Men. Remember when the three of us were talking about that in previous episodes? Uh, it's like, holy crap. Yeah. Maybe we should do, you know, we don't have the time. We yeah, barely right. can schedule a Tom Cruise podcast, let alone extra PK episodes. But if we did an episode strictly dedicated to the season, the series premiere of that show, the two-parter mm-hmm. Sentinel episode. Oh, man. It's been a while since you've done a movie episode. It's scheduled. It's scheduled. Well, it's scheduled. say that much. Oh. It's on the docket. Kent. Thank you, Kent. Uh, next up, qu- Kent. Did you know we do a podcast specifically about Tom Cruise movies? You can mm-hmm. check that out. Interview with the podcast Vampire with a gentleman named Jones Loves Beer who who does uh, you know the other podcasts with us. Yeah, not Paper Cake. <laughs> uh, next email is uh, subject line House Feminist question <laughs> mark. Hey guys, Mary here. Remember me, Mary? No, still not ringing a bell. I guest hosted on Nerdcast, the comics podcast, this very show, Paper Keg. Mary, yes, Mary. Wait, Mrs. Beef, is that really my name now? Come on, guys, you could do better than that. Identifying a woman, especially one you are friends with, with a name related to only to her husband. Oh, boy, we got some non-compliance mm-hmm. up in here. Uh, this is just, just email is just rife Bitch with squad. it. <laughs> That's not cool. And speaking of my husband, I don't see him getting referred to as Mr. Beef all the time. So do me a solid and try a little harder to come up with a better nickname or, crazy as it might sound, call me by my real name. I really enjoyed the Sex Crims episode and love hearing anonymity on the show. Keep up the great work. That's from Mrs. Beef. On the, uh, she's she's got listen, a point there. That's, for, listen, that's you don't, Mary. You don't not refer to him to, as Mr. Beef. I'm going to do something really rare here. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Mary, hit record on something. <laughs> hit record on this because podcast that's never... already been recorded that you're listening to offline. I, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was just attacked. Before I apologize to Mary, I apologize to you. You know, we've been doing this a long time. Yeah, I mean. I can't barely listen to old episodes because of oh, how much I've grown Yeah, as a person. You've grown. Mary, I would like to formally apologize to you. For referring to you as Mrs. Beef. Your name is Mary. Right. You know, I was wrong. Wow. I'm going to change that. You heard it here first. There you go. Think of I those. Think I just saw a pig fly by the window. <laughs> think of those early episodes of Paper Keg. If you equate it to, like, say, by the bell, some would be AC Slater, you know, yeah. and. AC was a different person beginning yeah. of that show to the end exactly. of that show. 
And, you know, right around the turning point was when Jesse or Mary told him to take a flying leap, flying leap into a toxic dump, you know, and things changed from there on out. And then, you know, come, yeah. come college, AC's doing a, uh, a sit-in to make sure the, uh, the, uh, the school board recognizes they need a Chicano studies program. At Cal U. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That is personal growth right there. Yeah. I've graduated from Cal U. Yeah. The Chicano Studies program has been implemented at Paper Keg. Mm-hmm. Paper and Keg I hope Yield. I'm a better I hope I hope I'm a better person for it. It's great. Good job. So Mary, thank you for that uh, your input. Obviously it's a it's a valued member, probably the executive production team. She's probably an executive <laughs> producer at least. She's been on some early episodes. Mm-hmm. I'll probably never listen to them again because I'll oh. probably be horrified. Yeah, Terrible. you shouldn't. Yeah. Terrible. That's it. <laughs> pass, okay? And in our, in our defense, I mean, the only people, the only reason why people know Dave, people don't even really know Dave's name. They just know the guy who can get Jonesy so fired up. He he's, he says S-bombs live yeah, on that, the air. Yeah, maybe, you know, for old listeners, new listeners alike, Dave was the person that got Jonesy. I don't know who Jonesy is. Jonesy <laughs> loves beer yeah. so angry on this show that he told him to eat his own ass and, and die. die. I have that recorded, and I've played it previously on the show. It's amazing. It's pretty good. Mr. Beef. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up is our, from our friend uh, Sean Miller at Under an Anchor. Check out his new Etsy shop. He, he just cracked that sucker open. Boy, hey guys, crack my wallet. <laughs> hey guys and gal, really like the sexual criminals episode. <laughs> I haven't read that series yet, but I am much more inclined to after hearing your review. I was really excited to hear you were doing Silver Surfer, as it's one of the few books I still pick up monthly. Don't know if any of you were were like me, but Silver Surfer always seemed like a very impersonal, unrelatable character. Slan and Mike have done an awesome job making me care about a character I had little interest in before. Don't think I've had a crush on a fictional character since first laying eyes on Jessica Rabbit when I was a mere lad, but (laughs) Dawn Greenwood is just about the cutest thing in the Marvel U. I mean, we're just all loving. Can we all take a minute? Yeah. And adore her? Surfer crashing a moon into a Galactus was a definite highlight, and Dawn offering herself up to be a herald to save a planet was really moving. For me, Silver Surfer delivers the right amount of feels with just enough humor and fantastic art to give me all I want out of a comic. I'd give these to any new reader for sure. How about those covers? Delish. As always, thanks for a stellar show, Sean. P.S., I do miss the live so- show since it's now a little harder for Dragon Froda coming hot with a letter for the win. <laughs> Hashtag long live the king. Uh, I'm right there with you, uh, Sean Miller. Hashtag long live, well, long live the, my speech impediment. <laughs> I agree. Let's, I'll just say I agree. Okay. If I had the time... Yeah, it would be amazing if I could loop oh, together yeah. like top ten Dale right. flubs during a letter segment. Top tail Dale is a human being. <laughs> you know, he makes mistakes. That's fine. I started. I was listening to an old episode um, for something that I had read, and you guys were having like a crazy time trying to pronounce the name. And I was thinking of like all different files, screenshots that I could start sending you of like just trying to pronounce names, like a loop of just trying to pronounce names. I thought would be really funny. 
<laughs> now I'll have to look for Dale's speech impediment. Yeah. Yes, please. Send me those timestamps. Yes. So, yeah, what, what, when was the last time we heard from Dragonfro? I don't know. It's been a couple weeks. We hope he's okay. I mean... Maybe he only used to watch us on YouTube. Maybe he, maybe he doesn't even know that we're still doing shows. He probably shows. thinks the show's over. Yeah. We might have to record some kind of special video to tell people to listen to iTunes. I was thinking of that. Maybe just doing it by myself. I'll just say, you know, we're That's still fine. live for those of you. You know, if you want to let people know, I'm more than happy to watch that video mm, Yeah. the next day. I probably won't. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, you're, you've been at this so long. We've been at this for so We've long. We've been at this for so <laughs> long. Three of us. Like kindred spirits. Right? No more letters? That's it. I keep refreshing to see if one comes in hot, but but alas, <laughs> not the new show format, you know. Uh, Until boy, Google I think, gets our S together. I think I have... Um, did you look at the Goog Doc mm. for the next book? I, I typed it in there. Did you see it? Oh, I looked. I looked. You wanna you wanna make the special announcement right now on the show live uh, next week? Doing a a uh, a very special book club. I, f- I feel as you know it's probably because of me. The Nam. <laughs> Dale will be crawling under barbed wire mm-hmm. in the mud of his living room to get to that podcast recording. Mm-hmm. Amanda, it's been a real treat, you know, having you on the show. You're a star. Thanks. You're my star. Mine too. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see everybody next week. I'm waving. I'm waving like somebody's watching me right now. <laughs> of course, I have it. You know. waved and you guys still dance in the beginning there's no one to watch you i always dance you're still breaking out the robot always dancing amanda you know that about us you know you got a problem with it write your senator right john lithgow over here (laughs) banning music (laughs) (laughs) um what'd you read this week anybody i read um thor number eight Oh yeah, I couldn't. I just you know it's it's one I kept up on. I really didn't want it spoiled for me by the intranet. So read that. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? The wait. Um, it was. I can say that it feels a little too on the nose, but uh, it's good nonetheless. And and the twist about it. Can I spoil it? Can we just say? This is going to be a spoiler. Do you guys care or no? I do not care. I read the last few pages. That's so. So anybody listening who doesn't want Thor spoiled, maybe stop listening now. Fast forward 30 seconds or five minutes. Who knows how long? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The spoiler is uh, Jane Foster is Thor, which many people thought that wouldn't be the case. I personally did, too, because she does have cancer. And she is... <laughs> She she recently moved to Asgard to like serve on some sort of people's congress. 
and you know she refuses to take Asgardian medicine. She's going to fight cancer the old, the old-fashioned Earth way. And uh, the twist is now that she is wor- she is worthy of picking up Mjolnir that she can be Thor, but it's killing her. I guess it's even doing even more harm than the cancer. That's that might be the twist, which is kind of um. I don't know. It's depressing. I don't want anything to happen to Jane Foster. I thought the writing, uh, her reasoning behind why was pretty amazing. Yes. The last page or two. Yes, it was It was phenomenal. Jason Aaron is just killing it. Mm-hmm. And I knew as of last episode or issue, I thought it was going to be Agent Ross Solomon, but last issue, I just knew it wasn't going to be her because it featured her extensively. So... I think everybody would have thought that it could have easily been Jane Foster, but how come you're not reading Thor? Oh, Amanda. Um, I don't know. It's I tried reading the first two issues, I think, and I just didn't. If it's, I'm just like you guys. If it's hyped up, I'm like, get the f out of here. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Get out, get it out of my face. <laughs> you stink. Yeah. yeah. So. Sounds like sounds like those early episodes, you know, paper <laughs> <laughs> garbage. But the uh, the all mother like the 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 issue featured extensive like a lot of the Marvel female heroes because Thor, well not Thor, uh, oh the prince of uh, Asgard, Thor Odin's son summoned them all because he wanted he wanted to know finally who the Thor is. So he likes he's trying to um, process of elimination. So he summons them all. So they're all like band together, and the All Mother just takes it to the Destroyer's face with her sword. And if you get a chance, Slim, I don't know if you read the All Mother segments, but she just takes takes the Destroyer to the house. And what she says is just amazing. And she's like, she's like rooting for Thor, but she's like, you know, you can't show your face on Asgard anymore because you're going to be wanted. And you know humiliating Odin like that he's not going to take it lightly but he's just like she basically calls out Odin for being a douche and oh so it was awesome hmm. so all mother yay all mother yeah, the other thing too was I didn't feel like it was something that I like I know nothing about Thor so I didn't mm-hmm. feel like this was a book I could jump in on because like you just said who Thor was and I'm like I have no clue who that is mm. yeah yeah, that would definitely diminish your yeah. caring or the impact of have Jane Foster be Thor. But Jane Foster was always like Thor's companion. I think they, they were together for a while, but... Lovers. Lovers. They've intertwined. Yeah, in, see, then you got a romance book in there with Thor. That's another thing another I don't... Strike. Another strike. I don't think... They, they, were just, they were just recently just been friends, which is cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Did you read anything this week? This week, I've not. Hmm. Did you read so the like new once uh, in the longest BITCH time. squad? No. Oh, yeah. The most recent issue came out the week before last. Bitch Planet. Bitch Planet. I'm really sad you guys haven't talked about that book on this show yet. Hmm. But I hope maybe when the first couple volumes are out, you guys will do it. Hint, hint. I mean, we'll do it. Yeah. Because it's just the three of us on this show. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, you know, just the, our unity. <laughs> unity. Dale, are you not reading that book? I have. I haven't read an issue yet. No. Why? Why not? 
I, do I you feel not like, like no, women, no Dale? Do you have something against? going to be the right answer. So <laughs> you're probably right. Matt's read it. Yeah, I I I want to read it, but I There's... I literally cried at a wow. Kelly Sue's letter in the back of the last issue. Mm. See now I have it's like if I don't read it I'm. Like, I read. Um, there's just so many image books, you know what I mean? And I know this one stands out, but. And I know the first volume of an image book is going to be $10, which is amazing. Mm. Plus, Dale's buying these $5 Marvel books. These $5 yeah. Secret Wars issues that's just like, come on now. $5 Silver <laughs> Surfer number 11. I read the Injection, the Declan Shalvey Warren Ellis book. Oh, boy. That's, I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. A little too world buildy for me. Oh. Wor- world buildy word generator Warren Ellis. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I'll come back to it. Isn't it, is a uh, blue rose like that too? Supreme blue rose. Supreme blue rose. Because I mean, I read like three issues of that while it was coming out, and I was like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I need to wait. Supreme blue rose was like the supreme Warren Ellis word generator. Right. Yeah, that, that this was. This one was like a tame version, but I still, I guess maybe I just wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah. Maybe I will in like a couple months. But. Did you read the new Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck. duck. Yes, I did. You did? Yeah. I did not. <laughs> that variant cover, I don't know who did the variant oh, cover gosh. to that, but the variant cover was amazing. I didn't read, I don't read it, but. I, th- I, there was some funny Spider-Man stuff again. There was another <laughs> cameo by Spider-Man. I feel like that's the reason I read it, just to see <laughs> to Howard make fun, make of, fun Spider-Man. of Spider-Man. Um, we caught up on Cluster. Yes, I'm... Oh, yeah. That's a Cluster, good Cluster, I did take time to read on my own volition, mm. which is great. The artist is... I think I like it a lot because the artist reminds me of Adam Kubert, but inked by Joe Kubert. Oh, okay. And it's a really interesting melding of that style. And it's really, really well done. I like it. That's the prison one, right? The mm-hmm. prisoner ones? Yeah, I'm, I'm one behind on that. I have to read that. Yeah, I don't know what made me sit and read that, but I did. Yeah? Certainly wasn't anything I said. Well, what do you want me to read? Well, I would have told you to read Cluster, and you would have been like, meh. I had read the first issue when it came out, but I never came back to it. I know. <laughs> I started I started the uh, the climb through my Uncanny X-Men titles. I just read issue 30. And uh, it was good to get some Bendis and Bocello back in my life. What are they up to now? I guess it's officially over. I think it's 33 or 34. Actually, that's not true because I saw Bendis answering a Tumblr question about someone making fun of him because the books are late. So I feel like Secret Wars is happening and there still might be an Uncanny or All New still Uh, due out. Classic, bendy. Classic trying to you know juggle books with uh, major events that everything's uh-huh. ending anyway. Yep. We don't still oh. we still don't know what he's doing next, right? No, hasn't been announced yet. Wonder what it is. Hopefully Wolverine. Oh man, are you excited right. to go back to Old Man Logan? Yeah, Dennis? but it's uh, we'll see. How about Karate Chop? A uh, friend of the show saying he read Old Man Logan. He didn't really love it. Didn't, didn't really love it. It didn't really blow up his skirt. I think was his, were his words. <laughs> that was not uh, <laughs> expected. 
But, you know, hey, to each their own, mm-hmm. I say now. Let, That's let what you, you say, unlike, you know, old old you. This is, you know. Mm. I would have cursed him out. See, I didn't even want to reply to him because, you know, what's the point? There's, it's not my business to talk him into loving old man Logan. Yeah, he likes it's what not he my likes. Place. People like what they like, you know. Yeah, it's not my place. What am I going to be like when I'm 50? Oh, God. If I'm like this 30s, I'm going to be like, I don't know what. You're probably going to be the Pope by then. I was going to make a comment <laughs> like that, and then I kept it to myself. Is there an age limit for the Pope? Probably running for city council or something. You know, yeah. Trying to change the world. Just the three of us. Just the three of us together. As always, for two and three episodes. Ever. You know, to another 203, Amanda and Dale. That's right. Yes, I'm all in, if you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, you know, if I had Zack Attack queued up, I'd be playing Friends Forever. We'll be friends forever till the end of time. You guys start singing time.